Welcome to the Good Medicine for the Soul podcast. This is the number one podcast designed for millennial women who want to grow in their knowledge of God so we can all walk in the fullness of authentic power. I'm your host, Amashallah Victoria Wallaby. If you're ready to go on this journey with me, then let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Good Medicine for the Soul podcast. And on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to pray effective prayers to get results. On the last episode, we covered the power of prayer, what it actually means to pray. And from the last episode, we understood that prayer is basically a partnership, right, between humanity and divinity, right? This is us acknowledging the source of who we are and being in a two-way communication, a two-way relationship. I used to think prayer was just a one-sided thing where I had to talk to God and he just kept quiet, right? But no, as I grew older in the faith, I understand now that prayer is actually a two-way communication with our Father. When we talk to him, then we have to listen now to him, right? We have to listen to him and pay attention for him to speak based on that conversation. God speaks. I kid you not. God speaks. And on a different episode, I'm going to cover what I learned from hearing the voice of God, how I learned rather to hear the voice of God, because God does speak to us a lot. <laughs> okay. So in on today's episode, now we're covering how to pray effectively, right? so that we get results. And James 4 verse 3 actually tells us, gives us an, an insight into, as to why we pray sometimes without results. James 4 3 says, all of you ask and receive not, because all of you ask amiss, that all of you may consume upon your loss. So what is this saying here? A lot of times we pray prayers that are not effective because of our own sinful desires. For example, oh Lord, make me rich so I can show my neighbor ah, that I'm better than them. Okay. Oh God, lift me up. I want people to see. I want people to see that I'm better than them. And you will see that God really doesn't honor such prayers because God doesn't really care who it is you're better than really. He won't honor that prayer, right? And we see that it, it, this is actually scriptural. I'm not just telling you because I like to say it. We saw that in the story of Samuel. Samuel's mother, right? Hannah and Penina. These two women were married to Elkanah, a man. And Penina kept popping out babies like no man's business. She was just churning those babies out, those babies out like nobody's business. And Hannah, on the other hand, was seeking the fruit of the womb. She wanted the baby so bad. Now, this is so crazy because obviously they are both both women are married to the same man. So you know that they are both sleeping with the same man. And one of them is popping out babies and the other is not, not popping out babies. It is evident that the problem is not with her husband here because we can see that the results are evident on the other side. And this frustrates her so bad. And for a long time, obviously, we could see her heart that she was so bitter. And from what she told her husband once, give me a child or I die. You can see that she was so, so bitter. And something tells me during that period, she must have been going to God to God, say, give me a baby because I want to show this woman that I'm also capable. Sorry, God did not answer that prayer. But the moment she got things right, the moment she came in alignment with God's will, 
God was looking for a prophet for Israel. And the moment she says, God, let your will be done. I am available. What is your agenda in this season? And God says, yes, I need a prophet. You need a son. Let's collaborate. You see why I say prayer is a partnership between us and God at every given time. We must always be willing to fall in alignment with what God wants for us. Now, James 4 tells us that we pray and we receive not because we ask amiss. We ask not according to the will of God, right? Prayer is more like raising our mind and our hearts to the to to the level of the divine, right? We we cannot leave the sinful nature behind and we ascend okay that is why we have to start with praise and worship because that praise and worship puts us in the right posture before god we have to ascend okay and say god i am here right you need to leave all of this sinful loss and sinful nature behind and ascend towards the throne of heaven in reverence bowing down to say god I am here to have a conversation with you. Just the way you go to the palace of a king, the king never gets up from his throne to come to your house when you have a need. That is what I mean by you ascend, you rise up, you go forth, okay, in prayer, into the secret place of the Most High. Because when you have a king, I know in Yoruba culture, kings were a huge part of the Yoruba culture, and I still are. That's why we have the 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 above effect, right, as the as the Yoruba monarch, right? And when you have a need, you are the one who gets up to go to the king's palace. And you don't go there in your pride and your arrogance and your filthy behavior. You go there in reverence, okay? You bow down in reverence to the king and you make your request known. In the same way, God is a king. God is not a president, okay? We mustn't treat him like a president where you just make demands, okay? And we say, no, we are putting a demand on, no, 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 no. We go to God in reverence, acknowledging that he is a king. And how do we do that? We do that through praise and worship, okay? And then we start making our requests known to God. We honor him first, that is prayer. Then we'll make our petitions known to him. Okay, that is what it means. And that is an effective way to get your prayers. Another way, this is one that I've learned that is so potent and I want to share that with you, right? And when we go to him, we must go with an expectation that he hears us, okay? But now we need to know that God is not a magician. And any prayer that we pray that is detrimental to our well-being will not be answered by God. Even if we think that thing is good for us, if God knows that that thing is not good for you, that prayer will not be answered because God will always answer a yes, a no, or wait till the right time. Okay? Now, how do we pray knowing that we are praying effective prayers? We apply the word of God. The Bible tells us that the only thing God raises above himself is his word. So when we go to him with, with his word, according to his word, it is either he says yes or no, this is not for you, or you are not applying it correctly, or wait, I know you want this, but the time is not now, okay? So we go according to the word of God. We find scriptures that apply to our area of concern, number one. That's how you pray effective prayers. Number two, when you read those scriptures, there's a mystery behind the story, 
okay? You find, you have to ask the Holy Spirit for understanding. The Holy Spirit is our guardian counselor that guides us into all truth. So we ask the Holy Spirit for help to open our eyes to see the mysteries behind those stories, okay? In any given scripture. The mystery is the prophet in that story. Once we distill that prophet out of the story, then we have to understand the dynamics of the story and extract the ingredients. And we start to declare those dynamics in prayer. For example, when you go into prayer, you don't speak the problem that you are there for. You speak the results. So for example, if I wanted, there was a time I was praying to the Lord for a spirit of excellence and I had to go to scripture who had the spirit of excellence. Now I know Bezalel had the spirit of excellence because the Bible tells us that the Lord, the spirit of the Lord came upon him and he became an excellent workman in all craftsmanship, right? When they were building the, the, the tabernacle of the Lord. Another person that I know in the Bible that carries the spirit of excellence is Daniel. Daniel embodies the spirit of excellence. So we come to God and I will say, Lord, I come to you according to your word. The Bible says, your word says that Daniel was preferred. Daniel carried the spirit of excellence. Therefore, he walked across six dispensations of kings. He was preferred. He could not be cast aside because your spirit of excellence was upon him. Therefore, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come in the order of Daniel, according to that word in Daniel, that your spirit actually does rest upon us and makes us excellent. Lord, I want that spirit of excellence to come before me. I just don't want to do any work that is not excellent. Lord, let your spirit of excellence come upon me. You see that I read the story of Daniel. I distilled the dynamics. In other words, I found out what made him the preferred. What made him the preferred? What made him walk across six kings and his words had weight? It was because he carried the spirit of the Lord in excellence. And that's what I pray for, right? So for example, in the story of uh, of Joseph, right? We could see that the dynamics at play in Joseph's life were belief, steadfastness, and resilience, right? And once you pray in that order, depending on what the situation is, you have to diagnose your situation and find out what is missing in the situation. So for example, if you're praying for money, I know that's a lot of things that people pray for, but God is not the central bank. He doesn't deal in dollars. So God cannot give you money, really. God can be a blessing. God can give you favor instead and that favor will translate to money see what i mean so stop asking god to give you dollars he does he's not a native doctor he's not the central bank that will just print means dollars god doesn't deal in dollars okay what you need is favor what you need is a spirit of excellence upon your life when you pray for those things then you will have the ability to translate those things into money and you need to find out who in the bible has who is the template for this thing that I seek, right? The template of this of, of, of riches and wealth in the Bible is Job, for example. Job feared the Lord. We know now that, and we know that the wisdom, the beginning of um uh wisdom is the fear of the Lord, like of the fear of the Lord rather is the beginning of wisdom. So when we have the fear of the Lord in us, is the beginning of wisdom. And we know that one of the principles in Job's life was that he feared God. He feared the Lord and because he feared the Lord, God gave him increase. So it's, it, that is a principle that was at work in Job's life, okay? It means he had reverential fear. 
for the Lord. We should not be afraid in a, in a, in a scary way. No, it's in reverence to say, oh, I honor God. And because I honor God, I would not engage in things that bring dishonor to the name of the Lord. You see what I mean? So when you when you do that, automatically it builds your values. And when you go into business with those values, the Lord will honor the fact that you revere him so much to put him first. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope I've been able to share with you how to pray effectively to get results in any challenge that you may be going through right now. And may our good father, our good, good father, honor your efforts when you go to speak to him. May he teach us his ways that we understand how to come to him better. Thank you so much for listening. Until the next episode, keep on shining. Okay, family, let's face it. We've all felt pain. We've suffered the losses. You know what it's like to want something so bad, but not see a part to its accomplishment. The question, however, is, do you know how to pick yourself up and move on despite what has happened? This is what I share with you inside of my new book, Good Medicine for the Crushed Spirit, a practical guide to helping you find purpose when adversity strikes. Inside this book, you will find personal stories, relatable biblical tales, and anecdotes that prove you are never alone in your despair. I will inspire you to turn pain, discomfort, disappointment, or setbacks into something positive that works for you. So if you're ready to change your life in meaningful and purposeful ways, get your copy of this book today and let the transformation begin. That concludes today's episode. And if you want to hear more from me, follow me on my Instagram page, which is at V-I-C-T-O-W-O-L-A-B-I. It's V-I-C-T-O-W-O-L-A-B-I. You can also follow me on Facebook as well at V-I-C-T-O-W-O-L-A-B-I. We also have another podcast called the Academy Podcast that gives you tools and resources to turn vague dreams into blissful realities. You'll find the link to that in our show notes as well. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to slide in my DMs and say hello. God bless you.